Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello. Welcome back to the Villa View. This is podcast number four, now I believe. Enjoying the podcast so far, I must say. It's something different. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying doing it. I don't know whether you are. Oh, I love it, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the highlight of my week. I look forward to it, and I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. I am looking forward to the time where you forget how many podcasts we've done, because you've counted them numerically so far. I've done far. well so far to get to four. I think when fair, the season so starts, lazy. you'll get a bit messy. Yeah. Got to start off with some, I'm going to start off with some fashion news, because, obviously, I've took a bit of a hit on YouTube recently for my dress sense, a couple of my shirts... There was, been called out, which I'm not very happy with, really. There was some huge, like, I think somebody called it bin fashion. Bin fashion? Yeah. I didn't say that. But as in, you hook it out of the bin. So, obviously, someone, I've come a bit more respectfully dressed, well, respectively. Respectfully. Respect, I was right the first time. <laughs> respectfully dressed to, the, to this podcast, because I've actually been given a polo shirt by a company called Win or Lose. Right. So I bought some socks off there previously because they do they tend to do football subtle football related clothing is what I describe it as and for those watching on the video you can see it's a very nice polo shirt actually. I'm very very happy with it. Dan is modelling a blue and slightly claret uh, polo shirt with the, the win or lose emblem in the corner there fits you fits you well. It's a nice fit, yeah. Um, I mean you're kitted out in your your finest garms. Nothing for you. No, a, a, a team. Team Polo or, or no? Well, they they offered it they offered it to me and I said, Can is there any chance you can send Tom Julian anything as well? And you they were like, we don't know who he is. Definitely <laughs> didn't do that. We're not sure who, who he is. So <laughs> we give them a little shout out now. We're gonna get make sure I get their website right. It's ww.win hyphen or hyphen lose.com. They also do socks, these villa socks, Nancy Villa socks. I did actually pay. Oh no, Ian Taylor gave me these socks. So I'm not going to get them on the screen. But I'm being blocked. I can't get my leg any higher. There we go. So you still can't see the socks. Can't see the socks. Anyway, I have got Villa. Terrible audio. Villa themed socks on, as well. And they've actually given me a couple of pairs of socks to give away to the for the podcast. So That's they actually good. gave me three pairs of socks, but we've had to give one to the guy who won the fan score thing on the Villa View because we forgot to give him a prize. So he's going to get sent them. So we actually have two pairs of Villa related win or lose style socks. 
So I've decided the way I'm going to give these away, and I haven't... Oh, you've made a podcast decision <laughs> without, without... I've not consulted anyone right. else over okay. this decision, but the way I'm going to do it is, in the YouTube comments, the, first, the two people that give the best reviews that I find the most amusing to your Tom Julian's performance on this podcast, oh, or wow. actually performances across the four episodes, the people who give the two people that give the best reviews that make me laugh the most, they'll get the socks. Okay, so these could be a review on YouTube or iTunes, should we say? Well, preferably iTunes actually, because we, yeah. we, we do need some more reviews. Because still, when you type in Aston Villa on uh, iTunes, we're not coming up. And just just to clarify, making you laugh is not just abusing me, is it? That's, well, that's going to be what it. A four out of ten. I've set the remit. Accordingly, right. obviously, I want. I don't really want them to be giving you rave reviews. Well, no, they are quality socks, though. So if you do fancy uh, winning yourself a pair, uh, enter your review. iTunes. Will you take YouTube comments? Yeah, t- YouTube yeah. is my main idea to begin with. Yeah, so, yeah. all right. But iTunes, uh, preferably. So it's win hyphen or hyphen lose dot com. Yeah. yeah. Check great. Out their stuff. I'm sure they're great. I'd love to be able to to, to wear them myself, but obviously, uh, don't don't have enough. No. Followers just Again, yet. I'd just like to thank them because they obviously took pity yeah. on the abuse I was getting clothing-wise, so they've given me some free games. Maybe it's because I dress too well. Maybe. They, they think that I'm kitted out It's kind of a backhanded compliment yeah. for yourself that you've given that you've given there. It's been it's not going to notice by me. Well, that's a that's a nice little shameless bug. Um, you know, if you want to send things in to the Villa View or the Villa Anyone View podcast, we really will. You um, won't especially take anything, I think. At, at this point, yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like, uh, I like the idea of getting a... A Villa View podcast sponsor as well. So yeah, well, well, we need a Villa View sponsor because the Ladbrokes deal has run out, and we are in the process of putting together a doc. Well, for the same way, Dan Rollinson's in the process of putting together a document. So we are looking for sponsorship. So yeah, any companies want to get get involved, then you know where we are. Yeah, you can refer to our chat last week on on companies. I did get called out on the AST computer. Did you right see that? So. I was pleased with that. I was I was a bit worried when, that no one backed me up. Yeah. Early doors, but then obviously they came through, yeah. and I was I was right, and you were wrong, which is always nice to say. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about last week then about how uh, you were spectacularly wrong. Black Sabbath evaded that's not you. Wrong, that's just memory fade. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. And I didn't hear you shouting out Black Sabbath. No, either. No, that's true. I shouldn't have brought it up. We got, we got a lot of abuse. We got pelters. in the comments for that, which is fair. I can accept that when mistakes are made. I'm happy to take them. Take it on the chin. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you make that mistake once, you don't make it again, and uh, you remember this and you move on. It's, it's early doors. What, how long are we in? Five, five minutes. minutes. Five minutes. And we haven't mentioned Villa. Yeah, that's. I think people who've listened to the first three now are aware that probably it takes us a while to get started, but the bulk of it will be about Aston Villa, which is what people are here for. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we even introduced ourselves, actually. Uh, Dan Bardell, Tom Julian with you. Um, yeah, for the next 30 minutes, and should we chat a little bit of Villa? Yeah, let's talk, Villa. I, I was going to say something about how late you were today because oh. you got on the wrong train, but yeah, I, that for another time. I had a very busy day, but yeah, I'm sure I'll be late again. Yeah, so now, thanks to Tom, I'm not going to be able to be ready in time to watch the start of the England game. And as I was telling you, if I don't get, if I don't watch a football match from the start, I don't watch it. This is absurd. I have to be in from the start. Why? Because I'm. An You'll only be like three minutes late. I'm an all or nothing kind of guy, and I just I don't feel like getting into it in the same way unless I've seen a bit of build up. And the, and, the, and the game so from the start. So you have to be there 15 minutes before? Well, to watch TV, yeah, but at Villa Park, I have to be there about an hour and a half before because my dad's a lunatic at the time. He always wants to leave. Why? Wow, he, he likes watching them warm up or stuff like that? He just or? likes being there, I think. A bit of father-son time. He likes... I'd obviously Out of the house? Yeah. <laughs> 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 if anyone's met my mum, then that probably he does probably want to be out of that house as often as possible. That's harsh. Yeah. I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. I love my mum. Did your mum listen? Very much. 
I don't think she listens to the podcast. She'll, I know she does. She will look because she sometimes looks at the videos to see what I'm up to. Dan's mum, if you'd like to give us a review on iTunes, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. Scathing would, would, would be the start. Yeah. Now should we talk Villa? Yeah. Now, okay. let's go for it. So, hang on. I've got one more question oh. about the England thing, or the football generally. If it's, yeah. a, if it's a terrible game, will you turn it off? No, no. no? Once I start, I mean. Wow. Actually, no. If the game's terrible, and I've watched a lot of terrible games, yeah. being a Villa fan. Yeah. So there's always the chance someone might score in the last minute and make it a memorable occasion. Again, it's usually the opposition when you're watching, watching Villa, but I never get people that leave at football early. I was going to say that was my next question. Have you ever left any no. game early? No. Well, even when you went to the NFL, did you leave that early? No, no, I stayed to the end. Oh, really? So I had a season ticket 23 years, and my dad's had been going for 55 yeah. years, something like along those lines, and he's never left a game early. So he's instilled that into me and I feel it's a good, it's a good value yeah I would agree with you I don't like leaving games early and I, I, I must have done it once or twice maybe when I was a kid uh, we used to watch a lot of England games and my dad would drive up there so we'd try and beat the traffic but uh, it's a lot of effort to be there though, yeah I, well, I, I'd agree with you now but I, uh, in those days I wasn't a decision maker I suppose you have no choice when you're a yeah. So yeah it's a good value that I feel has been instilled in me and I'll never Never leave a game early. I think sometimes when we're doing fan cams, and I'm digging Matt out a little bit here, I don't mean, don't mean to, when he's doing the fan cams, he sometimes leaves early to get there and get set up. Oh, I, start, really? I stay till the end and see the players off. Oh, I don't mind that. I can't, from... I can't do that. I, my mentality is that I must stay till the end. Yeah, I don't mind that so much. I think because uh, Matt's still doing Villa business. I mean, if anything, he's more professional than you are. Mm, yeah, that is true. He probably yeah. he is more. I'll, I'll give him his due. He's about ten years younger than me, but he's more professional than me. Should we talk about some of the um, some of the Villa View offerings that have uh, that have appeared in the last week? Why not? Yeah, a few, a bit more than usual because we've had a bit of a sabbatical. Yeah, over the summer, but now we're trying to get back in the swing of things again. That's not your style either, is it? You don't like the holiday period? Oh no, it's not. It's not for me, Thomas. <laughs> it, is, it is not for me. Uh, let's talk about the guide to the preseason, which yeah. I I enjoyed. Lots of. Um, I want to say informative. Some of it wasn't informative. No, but, but it is good to know when the games are. And uh, I particularly enjoyed uh, Matt's German pronunciation. Oh, yeah. I've just gone with... It's actually... Uh, it's like 15 minutes from Dusseldorf. Somebody put in the comments. So yeah. I think that's the actually, best. Actually, there's one guy who put in a really helpful comment. That was, that was a comment. Could have done with him on the video, actually, because he came up with some good nuggets. He's going to be there as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think we are going at the moment. It seems a, bit a waste to go for the 45. Any uh, travel companies yeah, uh, watching or listening, you know, and fancy sponsoring the uh, Villa Views trip to pre-season, yeah, you know. Because I want to go to Texas. I'd like to go to Texas anyway, but there's a big Lions club meeting and we're friendly with a few of the American guys, the guys over there. When's the meeting? It's my birthday, actually. Is it? September, I think it's the 15th to the 17th. Obviously, my birthday is only, a, only one of those days. Right. I'd have a three-day. Thanks for clarifying. Birthday, September the 17th. If anyone's interested, so yeah, they have a big meet where the Villa fans all get together and watch watch the game, whether it will be home or away. We obviously we don't know. Okay. At this point, so actually thinking about that now, next week maybe better if we record the podcast on a Wednesday because the fixtures are out oh, okay. on Wednesday, and that'll give us something to chew the fat over. So I'm going to recommend. Oh, no, I can't actually come out Wednesday night. Forget that. What a Tuesday. Should we scrap that from the podcast? Yeah. No, no, you can stay in. I'm, I'm happy from again. I'm happy for mistakes to be in there. This is we try and treat this. As live, which is why sometimes there may be a lot of waffle in there, mainly from me. Do you want to tell us what you're doing on Wednesday night, or uh, should we we get into it? I just remember having a conversation with my wife earlier, and her giving me the option of Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday to go and meet her friends, and I went with I went with Wednesday. So 
be difficult to go back and change that now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Yeah, very good. Um, a couple of fixtures that do jump out to me um, for the pre-season. Obviously, you guys mentioned the 18th of July, Walsall away. A regular, a regular fixture. The Matt Lynch Derby, I think I called it. The Matt Lynch Derby, indeed. Yeah. I've got that written down in my notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's always a fun one. Who are we gonna? Who do you think is gonna jump out in a game like that? Who can you expect to see? Kind of make a make a bit of a show that they could be a, a good good player for the for the season coming up. I've got a clue. No. No, because you don't. I, it's difficult to talk about pre-season. One of the, the young guys. You don't know. You don't know who played. Well, interesting. You bring the young guys up because before I came out. I managed to find... I've been looking for this for a while and not found it. I managed to find our retained list for the season. And on the retained list, it obviously has the people that have been released as well. Mm-hmm. We've got rid of a hell of a lot of youngsters. Yeah. So, like, Jarrell Sellers is one there. He's played in pre-season previously. He may have even scored against Warsaw in the past. He scored against some lower league say, opposition before. So, he's been, he's been released. Rory Hale, who I thought looked a player, he's gone. And Sid Cowan's his son, Henry Cowan's has gone as well as well as Ricardo Calder and that Calder's a player I always liked the look of actually in pre-season games oh, he looked good under Tim Sherwood do you think this is um, do you think we've released more youngsters than we usually would I don't know I don't know if it's more I think it's just the fact that this time I've heard of most of these mm-hmm. that have gone I think that, that's one of the main problems there's a guy Johan Abdul who's gone as well French guy I know he's been doing a bit of stuff he shouldn't be doing behind the club's back I think he help. may be moving on to uh, a Premier League team. Oh right! Oh, in that, I think in that my information is information's correct. So he's been. A bit, I think his agent's been touting him around quite a lot in the second half of the season. I don't think he's very happy that Villa are a Championship team. Right, my understanding. Could be wrong. I mean, none of that's us what, are. So uh... well, yeah, I'm not about <laughs> it myself. But yeah. yeah, Henry Cowens is a is a funny one because I don't know. Just you always just dream of like imagine if he's obviously Sid Cowens has spent his whole career pretty much at Villa doing one thing or another and then he could see his son come through and play a game for Villa that would have been quite special yeah but obviously that's not going not gonna to happen now yeah well never say never but uh, you know you never know unless might we come, do a Pogba might come back yeah exactly and then, free and then have to buy him back for 90 million yeah well let's try not to do that I think uh, financial f- fair play might shoot us in the foot for that one yeah. um, so Walsall a big game and obviously a uh, uh, a huge one on the 29th of July is the uh, the Watford game yeah, that's the one we spoke the, most in depth about. Yeah, the Graham Taylor Memorial. What What do you think that's going to mean to both sets of fans? I think it'll be tough to get tickets. I want to go to that one, so I think it'll be quite tough to get... Is that What day is that, Saturday or Sunday? Uh, I just have the date. Oh, OK. Uh, I think it'll be tough to get tickets Bear with me. for that one. All Watford fans will obviously want to go. And obviously the Villas away support is really, really good, <laughs> even in pre-season games. So it'll be tough to get a match ticket. I think it's just it's very rare... There's a there's a character in the game that's done so much for so many teams because he did a lot for Lincoln yeah as well so that's three teams there where he's left some form of legacy and that that shows you how how special he was and that I imagine there won't be a dry eye in the house to be fair before the game I imagine they'll do some kind of applause there'll be all kinds of tributes for him he's just a special football character I don't obviously this I remember most this, his second time round at Villa yeah that wasn't great but he always carried himself. Well, even when things weren't going well, which they which they didn't at all, he always carried himself in, in, in the right manner. And I understand he like refused compensation and stuff when he left. That just shows you the dignity and the class of the man. So that'll be a really, really special occasion. It's nice to have a pre-season game that means something as well, because both teams 
will want to win that. It may become something of a little friendly rivalry because obviously that game will take place every year. Next time it'll be at Villa Park. So yeah, that, that's the one that leaves out. Yeah, that would be a really special occasion. Yeah, so that is a Saturday, Saturday 29th of July. Um, as yet, we don't have ticket information for that yet, do we, yeah, when they come on released. sale? They've been a bit uh, slow at releasing ticket information. Yeah, but like you say, I think um, you're going to have to be quick off the draw if you want to pick up those kind of tickets. Uh, as well as that video, uh, which you should definitely check out on, on the Villa View, got lots of comments and, and some really interesting ones. There is a new villa, uh, a new video released as we're recording just now. Yes, doing well um, so far, actually. Matt and, Matt and Dan's transfer targets. Do you want to give us a sneak peek for those that haven't seen it yet? Yeah, people seem. I was saying to you before we came into the uh, booth that people seem to people love the transfer stuff. It's almost like people don't watch any any of our stuff, and then suddenly they see something that's transfer, and a lot of people want to watch it, which which is good. Obviously, I'd rather people watched everything. But there seems to be an, a little following among the transfer videos. Yeah, me and Matt have just picked two players each that we think Villa should Villa should sign. I'm not going to reveal. I won't reveal who Matt's are because to be honest, well, I just give us give us one of yours. One of mine. I went with a quite a wild shout of Sam McQueen. I think his name's Sam. Oh, it is. Sam McQueen yeah. from, from Southampton, 22-year-old left-back come left midfielder as a replacement for Marvy, who I think will leave. I just think he's the right kind of age and the right kind of profile we should be looking at. I've always, always thought in later years, if a player's come through a good academy like Southampton, Chelsea, Arsenal, United, if they've come through that academy, they can still have a good career, even if they haven't made it with that team that they, they began with. And I just think he, every time I've seen him play, he's looked good. He's been involved in the game. Very good going forward. Looked quite adept defensively as well. He's played for the England under-21s. He's third-choice left-back currently. So if Southampton hold on to Ryan Bertrand, you'd think he isn't going to get a game much next season. I'd, I prefer a permanent move, but alone he's probably more likely. And, and I just haven't seen him linked with anyone. And I think he's a gettable player. So I tried to go be a bit clever. With what I was, with what yeah, I was it was doing. interesting. I liked uh, I liked how you kind of went for for young prospects, uh, yeah. and uh, and Matt went a little bit bit older, should we say? Yeah, he went for the more established yeah player. I suppose that's a good time to talk about the very established player that we've been linked with. Well, exactly. So before that, uh, well, you guys filmed that video before the news broke that John Terry could be a possibility for Villa. Yeah, um, I think he's thirty six. Years old now. He's around. Um, and He's older than me, I know that. He, yeah, that's true. At last. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, and, I mean, a huge pedigree, a fantastic career, obviously released by Chelsea now. Uh, Bournemouth were linked with him early, uh, a couple of other Premier League clubs. But now there's a friendship there between Bruce and John Terry, uh, which I think is one of the main reasons that we're being linked with him. I think the main reason is that they play golf together. Well, uh, That seems yeah. to be the main reason. Yeah, uh, golf buddies, you know, the best business is done on the golf course. Um, nice. Do you think we're going to get him? I don't know. I think it's highly unlikely. Yeah. I just think, I'm not trying to word this correctly, money is obviously a massive thing to footballers. And I'm sure John Terry's made enough money to live on for the rest of his life. But when there's a chance of a little bit more and securing your family's future, then... I just think he'll get more money in the Premier League. I think the, the thing we've got, the only way we can sell it to him is, okay, look, you're not going to get as much money playing for us because we can't give you the wages that Premier League teams can. But surely playing for an Aston Villa in our ground, the infrastructure, the fan base, is more exciting than playing for a Bournemouth or a Swansea. No disrespect, no disrespect to them because they've both done well to get to where 
to where they are. If you'd have gone back 10 years ago and said Bournemouth or Swansea would have been in the Premier League and Villa would have been in the Championship, you'd have laughed. Yeah. But so credit to them. But he, he's obviously left a massive legacy at Chelsea. But I remember when Rio Ferdinand went to, went to QPR and his career just petered out. He's got the chance, to, if, he, if the rumours are true, to come to Villa. And he's already a hero at Chelsea, is what we were just saying with Graham Taylor. If he was to become captain and lead Aston Villa back into the Premier League, then again, you're building yourself another legacy. You're playing in front of 40,000 people every week. I mean, no disrespect to Bournemouth again, but you're playing in front of 12,000 people. I like it when people say no disrespect because it means you're just about to disrespect them as much as you can. I mean, (laughs) it can be taken as disrespect, and I'm not disrespecting them. They deserve to be where they are, and we deserve to be where to be where we are yeah, as agreed. a club I don't think the fans deserve it but as a club yep. we deserve to be where we are and we're on the right track now I just think it's a massive coup and obviously he brings I don't know what I'm trying to say he brings like a following with him John Terry almost people abroad fans abroad who don't necessarily support Villa in untapped mar- markets know who John Terry is and he brings a profile along with him Maybe like, a bit like the reason why we hired Dean Matea in the first place, he'd won the Champions League. We wanted to raise our profile. John Terry raises your profile, but the key thing is, I think he makes Aston Villa better on the pitch. A centre-back partnership of him and Chester, there wouldn't be too, there wouldn't be too many better than that in the Championship. If any, I, I already don't think there's many better than Baker and Chester. So just have John Terry to call upon as your captain. And he is, whatever you think of him, whether you like him as a human being, obviously he's done some bad stuff in his life, but I'm sure a lot of footballers have who we support every week. A lot of people have. A lot of people yeah. have indeed. But he's a good footballer. Yep. He's actually a very underrated footballer. He's got a lo- lovely ping on him. Oh, John yeah. Terry, he can ping a ball. And he's a good defender. He's just a lion heart and a brave heart. And you th- just think that he could turn him t- turn out to be what we thought Elphick was going to be last year. For all the football reasons, a million times yes to John Terry. I, I just... He would be phenomenal in the dressing room, on the pitch, off the pitch with the youngsters at training. I think... It's interesting, though, that you mention uh, Rio Ferdinand. I read a really, really good um, a piece written by Rio Ferdinand in the Players' Tribune, which is an excellent online publication. I'll tell you what, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's good. It's basically players. It's a lot of American players, but some footballers as well. They write their own. Um, it's just from their heart, and it's yeah. their story. So he wrote a letter to his younger self, and he talked about when he left Man U, this is Rio Ferdinand, he left Man U, and he went to QPR... And his heart just wasn't in it. It, it just didn't... It, it, it felt like there wasn't the same desire there. And, I mean, John Terry is Chelsea through and through. I I can't even imagine what it's like working so closely with that club for so long and then driving uh, a different way up to training and different people and a different tea lady. Yeah. And it just doesn't doesn't pull you the same way. That must be massively, massively psychological. Yeah, and you know what? Football is a massively psychological game. I think people overlook sometimes how psychological football football is. Mentality is the most important thing. We have all the ability in the world, and there's been players that have come through the Villa Academy. The example I always cite is Nathan Delfonso and Andy Vyman came through at the same time. When you saw them as youngsters, Delfonso looked the better prospect. He looked a world beater. He played for England in all the age groups. But he didn't have the work rate and the desire that Andy Vyman had. So Andy Vyman, to an extent, made it with Villa. And Alfonso didn't, and he's off playing for Blackpool now. And Vyman's still in the, in the Championship at a relatively high level. It comes down to desire. So, yeah, I imagine like that change 
it would be psychological. Yeah, but this is even different than that, isn't it? Because those guys are young players. They should they they should be hungry, whatever team they're coming yeah, through. At. The players aren't nowadays. No, but I I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't shock me if John Terry wasn't hungry for it anymore. You know, it like, I mean, that's kind of the, that that is the personality that he is. He wants to be hungry, and maybe. Maybe that's right. Maybe he does want to be hungry, but maybe he just wants to be hungry for Chelsea. You know, it'll be interesting to see wherever he goes, how he performs. Because I think Rio Ferdinand is an excellent example of we've already seen that kind of happen. Yeah. In a way, he becomes Villa. That shows that he is hungry because he's prepared to drop a level when he could have had a comfy payday in the Premier League at Bournemouth or Swansea. I think Stoke have been linked. Yeah. Do, as do, well. do you think he's got more to win at Villa, even though it's a league down? We'll be challenging for things. We uh, hope. Yeah, at Bournemouth, at Swansea, maybe a cup run is is your best option. But you're not going to go for the league, and in all likelihood, you're going to be battling to to stay in the league, probably. Yeah, and I suppose there's more games in the Championship. Will his body react well to forty a forty six game season? Probably not, especially after a season where he's probably only started three or four games. The campaign just gone. There's pros and cons for both, but if I was him, the ch- and I'm not just saying it because I'm a Villa fan, the chance to have a li- another go at having a little legacy, uh, be a genuinely big side that's fallen on hard times, that would appeal to me more than going to Swansea or yeah, Bournemouth. I think I, I'd agree with you. I think the MLS would be another interesting option. You know, again, you could go somewhere and try and win something. Yeah. All right, it's a different competition, but you know, football football's a big game in America now. It's not the same as it was 10 or 15 years ago. Soccer ball. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it'd be really interesting to see. What would you rate the chances out of... Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> Just right. gave you a good kick right. there. It's, 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 for the last 23 minutes. them so socks. Um, percentage chance going to Villa. Percentage, 25%. Yeah, I'd say less. I I think 10 to 15%. The papers get a lot wrong, but there's obviously I think there is something in it. Something Villa Villa have obviously made an approach. I mean, Tony's cryptic tweet didn't make much sense to me. No, never does. Yesterday when he when he did that, yeah, that didn't make much sense to me at all. So I don't know whether that even is John Terry related. It could be Glenn Whelan related. Do you get the people? So we put out on uh, on Twitter earlier. Um, the Villa View said, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about John Terry? There's a lot of people who saying we have like. For example, I'd, Barry Mullins, I'm going to pick on you. We've had enough overpaid mercenaries looking for one last payday. Uh, do you think... like There's a lot of people who dismiss John Terry straight away, either for, for characteristic faults or for, for, the, for the money, and rightly so, but if money wasn't an object, I think he would definitely add something to our promotion push. Well, like I say, if he's going to come, you presume he'd been offered higher money elsewhere so he obviously would be coming for the right reasons he wouldn't be coming for a last payday but I think Barry Mullins raises a good point because I think we've been burned quite a lot of times you only have to look at Jolien Lescott coming in he was an absolute disaster especially as he's supposed to be an Aston Villa fan and in the end we've had to pay some Greek team to take him up to take him off us. That was one of my least favourite moments as a Villa fan, Jolien Lescott. Just watching him, watching the way he acted, the tweet, everything about him, but it was all encapsulated in the fact that he was supposed to be a Villa fan. It was an absolute disgrace. It was a real sour taste. Uh, Yeah, Noah here, Noah, 1874. I don't want him because of what he is and how he's conducted himself. Not about ability, cross the line on too many occasions. The thing is, I know Noah because obviously he comes and does fan cams. Every week, so he'll know I'm not having a pop. I am here. No disrespect, man. At all. Yeah, no disrespect. <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll know. But I bet Noah wasn't a massive fan of Gabby Albonlahor. 
he's done wrong, done a lot of wrong. But I can guarantee you when Abbon Horse stuck that ball in the net against Birmingham, I bet Noah was standing up cheering, going mad. So, I mean, as fo- a football fans, you can you are, you are, can and you are fickle. If John Terry comes in and puts in good performances for Villa, then I think Noah would forgive whatever he's done in the past. I think you can get the chance to get a natural-born leader, a natural-born winner. You take it, regardless of what they've done. It's not like he's a, like he's a Joey Barton, because he really is. A bit of a low life. Would you have taken Joey Barton a couple of years ago? No. Would you not? See, I, yeah, I don't well, I've never thought he was a great footballer. Oh, come, that, come on. No, he is a good footballer. Is There's he? no doubt he's a good footballer. Or he was, certainly. Not a few years sure. ago, he was uh, He was definitely good. Before he's he went a lunatic. To... Like, we're talking different levels here. John Terry's done wrong, but he isn't a lunatic. Joey Barton's an absolute head case. Yeah, I agreed. But yeah, that's why I wouldn't have wanted him. Because he got sent off every week. I don't think so. I think he's proved that he doesn't get sent off every well, week. In hindsight, if we had signed him, he'd be seen doing an eighteen-month ban for betting. Yeah, so but I'm anyway. not talking about now. I'm talking about I'm talking about before the Rangers days when when he was still looking like a, a decent Championship player. Like he was good at Burnley. I've never rated him. I mean, there's no doubt he was good at Burnley. Anyway, bad shout from you. Let's talk. Let's move on. Let's know in the comments if that is a bad shout. I don't yeah, think, I don't think you take is. take personality out of it. He's, he was a good player, I think. I think he's very lucky to have had one England cap. That's my personal How many opinion. did he get? One. Oh, he just got one. That, that must be amazing. And then he made a cap. massive song and a dance about it, didn't he? He slagged off Gerard Lampard in his book before Listen, he got the... I don't, I, I don't like what I know of John uh, of uh, Joey Barton as a person. Obviously, I've never met him, but the way, the way he's acted and the way he says things, and uh, I, I think he's a bit pretentious at times, especially on Twitter, um, but... I, th- I think he's a really good footballer and I think he could have been... Oh, well, he was a good championship player. Let's move on. I hope we don't sign him now because I've, I've flagged him off. Well, so we're we're definitely him. not that's signing him now. <laughs> um, let's move I from... I've made one more John Terry point that I wanted to get in. Please, yeah. People would say he's old, he's past it and whatnot. It's a bit like the Gareth Barry thing for me. He's never relied on pace. So the fact that his legs maybe have, have gone, he's never been fast anyway. He knows where to stand. He's put himself in the right place. So I think age isn't something we should be concerned with if he's a good player that can take us up and takes up a level perhaps then we should we should go for it although i don't think defense was a major problem last season yeah we need to strengthen regardless well it was at the start but we yeah but, we but bruce out. did, did the other way. saw that out yeah. yeah uh from one transfer target to another a lot of uh, talk of glenn whelan uh and stoke slapping a one million pound price tag on him what do you think of that how old is he 33 33 i think yeah he's still playing for republic of ireland isn't he captain Oh yeah, he was captain. Good knowledge. He was captain. You've done your research. Hey, there. I'm I'm heading for big marks this week. I tell you, I better tell you what you set yourself up for a fall with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Premature celebration. Um, he's still got a game for Stoke. Stoke have signed a number of midfielders over the last few years, and Glenn Whelan has still always managed to see them off. Yeah. And keep his place, but like Alan Hutton, yeah. at Villa. Really, I could see the merits in it, but obviously as we're doing a transfer targets video, and I've said we should sign Ryan Woods. I've got to go with that, that we should be looking for Spoiler alert. Video. I've got to go, oh yeah. <laughs> I have spoiled that video now. You can uh, still find out Matt's, uh, Matt's comments. Yeah. Um, I can see the merits in it. Obviously, we've seen today that Yednak's got injured yep. on international duty, so is him picking up injuries going to become a problem because he had carrying a few knocks towards the end of the season. Anyway, I actually question the merits in him going off on international duty after he ended the season injured, but that's a tale for another day. It's a long way to go, isn't it? It's a, yeah. it's a long commitment. Like to think, I mean, fair play to him. He obviously loves his country, but you'd have thought he might have been knocking international football on the head. Yeah. Well, that's time for Whelan. Really, a lot. I mean, if you think of Milner retired from England international due to 
last season. Yeah. How, he's a lot younger. How much... How many more seasons does Wheeling give you? I mean, again, we've talked about it before. It's a 46-game season. He could be using a rotation policy. We talked about Yednak maybe not being yeah. being fit enough to, to last the whole season. I think they play in the same position. They're both holding midfielders, but they go about their jobs differently. Wheeling's a bit more of a passer yeah. than Yednak. And sometimes, as I said, I'd like to see a bit more passing. Yeah. But Villa, I don't know. It's a funny one. I'm 50-50. If it happens, I'm not going to... I'm not going to knock it, but I don't think it's something I'd be shouting from the rooftops about. Yeah, I agree. I don't really feel riled either way. £1 million is, is a weird price tag now, isn't it? Because it used to be such an honour to be a yeah. £1 million player, and now you, you can't get a 33-year-old kind of half-decent midfielder for, for a million quid. To be honest, in this day and age football, if you're paying five hundred grand, you may as well pay the million. Again, he's a he's a international captain the quality that he gives you off the pitch would be a massive a, another another massive boost um, and and then we are starting to build quite a solid team of a mixture of veterans and some, some young players as well that can learn from them I'm just a bit worried that the only players we seem to have been heavily linked with are older players because the only other strong link we've really got is Boyd from Burnley yeah. he's in his 30s as well and again he's a good player Yeah, he would probably add something but would you want to see him playing on the left wing when you've got a chance to make something with Andre Green? It's, diff- it's difficult. I, I'm not... Ki- Boyd's coming from Hull, right? No, he was at Hull under Bruce previously. Uh, and then he's, he's at Burnley now. Uh, he went to Burnley, yeah. They obviously don't see much use for him knew anymore. That, knew that mistake was... Knew there was a mistake. I mean, that's not massive. I got that he <laughs> played at Hull once. Um, but again, I'm, I'm the same as you. Especially especially our wider players. I want to see I want to see the young guys coming through and, and some, some real attacking flair. The thing I do like about Boyd is actually he sets the tone, though, because he doesn't have to work hard. Yeah. He kind of leads. I know he's not playing up front, but he leads from the front. He high presses. He sets the tone. He never stops running. And the other way you've got to look at it is can Villa afford to be chooser? We finished 13th in the Championship. If we can take two or three players who are in their 30s that were regulars in the Premier League last season, then who are we to turn our nose up at it? Yeah. So going from... Uh... From outfield to, to in goal, I read an article earlier, uh, it was Inside Football, and I don't think I'll ever read them again because they linked us with three goalkeeping free transfers. Do you want to hear who they were? Go on then. I, can't, I was trying to think of one, I can't think of Jussi Jaskalainen. Jeez, he's still going. 42. I'm sure Villa played against Jaskalainen this season. I feel Four. like we played against him. He was at Wigan. He was did, re- released by Wigan, yeah. Um, Shay Given was another. Matt, was it Matt? And it was you who put him in your... Uh, Last week, your yeah, because I forgot team. about Peter Schmeichel. He was such a good goalkeeper. Yeah, he was. Again, again, not anymore. Uh, I can't remember the other one, but it was a it was a laughable list. We're not going to sign either of those. I'm going to go as far as to say. But now we're looking that Johnston might not be um, on the cards either. That's starting to... I think that'll happen. Starting to be concerning. I don't know knowledge. No? I'm not acting like I've been given any information here, but I think that'll happen. The higher stand at Man U, it looks like now. So De Gea Romero are there next season. As it stands, he's not going to be even sat on the bench for Man U. I think that'll come. I think that'll happen. Oh, I'm not saying he won't leave, but do you think he'll come back to Villa? Do you think he had a, a good enough time at Villa to to not risk going somewhere else? He improved. I don't think he reached the heights that he was talked up to be. But I mean, from him in a personal standpoint, because I mean, he wasn't. He was he was criticised by some uh, when he arrived, and you know he didn't fully win over the Villa faithful. I wouldn't say yeah. Obviously, I was one of the ones that criticised. I wouldn't say fully won me over, but he improved. Yeah. 
in his time there. And to be fair to him, he joined at a bad time because mm-hmm. we weren't playing well and we suddenly hit a real slump when he joined and maybe he just got caught up in that from his point of view. I saw an interview with him at the end of the season where he said he wanted to be back next season. He wanted to come here, he'd enjoyed himself and I suppose he's never going to say anything else, just I in case. always reference the Tom Cleverley before the yeah, FA Cup. I think it'll happen, but if I was the manager, he wouldn't be my first pick. It wouldn't be the first thing I'd be exploring, goalkeeper-wise. This is a completely unfounded point, but Jordan Pickford, uh, for those that don't know, has just gone um, from Sunderland to Everton. They've said they've agreed to fill oh, He'll definitely go. Well, no yeah, he's on, he's on international duty, isn't yeah. he? Under 20 hours. Joel? Terrible goalkeeper. Do you think? I don't think he's that <laughs> oh, bad. God. Please don't suggest him. He's awful. I don't think he's that bad. Terrible. Oh, it was John Ruddy was the other one that I couldn't remember of. And he's again, a terrible goalkeeper. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think Joel's played, played decent when I've watched him... When I've watched him on TV, I've watched him. He's lost his job a couple of times, which maybe is an indication that he's, he's not the best. He's no good. Uh, you don't think he'd be no. good? No. You'd rather have I Mark Bunn? I would rather have Mark Bunn. Would Bunn's. you? Yep. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember which game it was. There was a game where Everton conceded a few goals. I think it was Liverpool. Okay. God, he just didn't even move. Stuff that was relatively close to him. He just stood and watched it going, he's a bad goalkeeper. And you've seen me down here. I have, yeah. I know what so bad goalkeepers look like. Side, I know what a bad goalkeeper <laughs> is. And I know when a goalkeeper's gone. All right. I think he's, he's, got, he's, no, he's no good. Interesting. Well, well, it'll be interesting to see where he goes because I don't think he'll stay as a number two. He, he's battled enough for a for a job this year. And I, I don't think he wants to do I was going to question where Martinez is now because I thought he'd probably rock up there. But unless he changes nationality, yeah. he's going to have trouble playing for Belgium. Oh, yeah, I forgot Martinez as well. Yeah, Belgium. he worked with him at Everton and Wigan. Yeah. Yeah, he's no good. We shall see. We shall see. Um, what else have we got? We probably should do some comments and questions and stuff because actually time has flown again. Oh. Thirty-six minutes in. That really feels like we've. I mean, we've only talked to a few people. I mean, for me, I felt like I've been here for about three days because obviously I had to wait for you. Yeah. So late. That's fair enough. That's a different story. That's again. fair enough. All right. You you got comments for us? No, uh, I was hoping you got. Ah. Oh. I might have some. All right. This is the bit where you can tell that really this is an off-the-cuff podcast because we're so unorganised. Okay, I've got some comments here. Look. Yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath. No, I don't want to talk about that. Don't want to talk about that again. No. Uh, oh yes. So earlier um, in first podcast, I think you you uh, wanted to know why I supported Villa. Yep. You can go back to podcast one if you want to. You want to hear that great story? <laughs> it's a real tidbit. Um, Nick uh, at Nick Red V uh, commented last week. Sorry, we didn't get to it, Nick. Um, he's a listener from Sydney. Uh, I was going to do it in my Australian accent oh, then for a second. He's a list. <laughs> he's, no, he's a listener from Sydney. That's quite good, actually. Absolutely loving the podcast, taking it to a new level, and keeps us entertained and informed. It kind of goes in and out of it. <laughs> it's all right. It? Uh, I have a crazy reason for following Villa. Went back to uh, my island in Greece in 2001 as a young kid. Got a Villa shirt, and that was it. Villa after that. Seen zero silverware, only relegation, and uh, he'd like to have John Carew. As the next Villa View interview, if you yeah. and Matt can arrange that. We'd like to have anyone <laughs> the next Villa View interview. I'd like to point out that you've just done that in an Australian accent, and then by the sounds of things, you're actually from Greece. Yeah, so, I can't do a Greek accent. No, so that, that Australian accent was pointless. But just should just say, I do love hearing from people who live abroad, because it's, it's quite special, because we didn't realise that the Villa View was going to have such a reach. We, yeah. we, I mean, I never thought we'd have 7,200 subscribers, in all honesty. So to hear that people listen and watch from... Sydney, people in America, Norway, Denmark, we have all sorts. Like That's really pleasing to hear because we didn't realise that that was going to be what was going to happen. And obviously it's good that we can keep 
people feel in touch yeah. with Villa still. So Massively. And if you're yeah. if you're part of a supporters group um, overseas or, or anywhere like that, then then let us know and also spread the word. Because yeah. uh, if, if you want to pay for us to go over there, why not? Sure. You know, yeah, why not? Uh, Nicholas Thrush uh, sent a message in. The podcast is becoming one of my favourite uh, highlights. Tom's rating is an 8 out of 10. How do you feel about that, Dan? Crazy. I mean, I must be an 11. What else does he say? Flourishing partnership. Ozzy Osbourne. What a shame. <sighs> was a shame. Uh, he's in. Forever. This guy's in Florida as well. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Annoyingly, as well, I've actually met Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, have you? Yeah. When did you meet Ozzy Osbourne? When I was a youngster, I used to work in a hotel, Newhall Hotel. For anyone who's from Birmingham, they'll know where that is. I actually used to do the Villa Players breakfasts. Oh, nice. When I was 16, 17, maybe 18. And uh, I went up to do a room service and knocked on the door and Ozzy Osbourne answered. And he was like, come in, come in. And, uh, Did you get more Brummy there a second? Yeah, I tried to do a little bit of Ozzy Osbourne, but then I realised <laughs> I don't really need to because my accent's quite strong anyway. So <laughs> now I was sat in there with Ozzy Osbourne and he was asking me all these questions about the hotel, like about medieval battles that had taken place there and stuff like that. No and way! He asked me four or five questions and every one he asked me, I was like, I don't know, was it? I don't know. And then in the end he just went, you can go now, you're effing useless. Oh, Send wow. me out, no tip. No tip? Yeah. Oh. So if he's listening... I've wronged him again. That's twice I've wronged him now. Well, you kind of you kind of needed to even the score after uh, he didn't tip you. Yeah, I suppose our relationship's broken anyway. So yeah, it's never going. Yeah. That's a great story. Um, any, you. if you've got any stories about Villa players yeah, as well, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'd love to hear. I love when people meet their heroes and stuff like that. So if you've got any great stories of of old Villa players or or some some yeah some some little tidbits, that'd be well, brilliant. Tell us who you'd like to meet as well. For example, I'd like to meet Marlon Harewood. Well, you, you are really pushing for Marlon Harewood, aren't you? I haven't got him in yet, so I wanted to make sure that I got him in this week. Uh, Dalian McGuffey says, Spooks. Um, wasn't very impressed with that. Breaking Bad is an, a completely different league. Ha, ha, ha. Can you, have you got Netflix? Yeah. Watch Breaking Bad. You've got Netflix and you've not watched Breaking Bad, yet you're sitting here saying Spooks is the best thing since sliced bread. Spooks is brilliant. And uh, Nef- I, I kind of feel like I've, I've missed the boat on Breaking Bad. Isn't it finished now? Yeah, but it doesn't mean you can't watch it. I mean, you can watch the whole thing from start to finish without I've taking a break. I've got a job, mate. I've got things to do. Well, have I not got a job? Uh, Kevin Hunter was the, was the gent that pointed out that I pronounced uh, AST computers wrong. Thank you for him, that. I feel like we should send him the socks. Uh, John Snow is very, very complimentary. He also says, I do know some things, Dan. That's because I questioned him when he did the little Game of Thrones quote, didn't I? Oh, what was you it? You know nothing, Jon Snow. Go on, do it. I think he may have been criticising me. I've just done it. No, do the voice? I haven't got a voice. I don't oh. know what he sounds like. Oh, the North voice. Oh, you haven't watched I've Game watched of Thrones, have you? Know. Rubbish. Absolutely rubbish. Yeah. You can sit here and tell, tell people off for what they haven't watched. <laughs> Tom is a top man. I'm, I'm liking those comments. I think we should probably get some comments that were questions rather than just praise for the oh, I've just got I've just got praise. Oh, Dan Rollins has done us over. Uh, lots of good ones. Okay. We haven't really answered any questions, which I'm a bit wary of. I feel like we should we should should get some in. Well, you didn't do any preparation for I this. I have here, but I get so, sent so much junk through the day from Dan Rollinson. No I disrespect can't. to you, Dan Rollinson. But I can't find any of them now. All right, we're going to do a bumper question show yes, next we'll week because we're week. we're up to forty. 42 minutes Ooh, so um, that's enough for anyone yeah you guys have had enough thank you for for listening and subscribing and commenting and watching and watching yeah so um, yeah that's it I just want to remind people that remember comment on YouTube's YouTube's 
on YouTube. On the YouTube. Or iTunes. Or Twitter. Whichever, wherever you fancy, really. Instagram. The best two reviews will get sent the pair of win or lose socks. I've just realised you've set this camera up so like I'm barely in it. It's the Dan <laughs> Dan Bardell show. So we'll see if I'm just kind of out here for I most of the show. You set the camera up. Well, they? we'll see. All right, thanks for listening and watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.